Welcome to Israel Mosaic, Land People's Story. I'm your host, Cora Tarod, and I'm coming to you from the Galilee, where my wife and I live. Today we are bringing you a special Hanukkah episode. Here in Israel and around the world, we are celebrating the over 2,000-year-old event that happened right here in the land. out of the pages of history. Many people may be unaware of the background story of Hanukkah that was prophesied in the book of Daniel and the tyrannical and evil ruler that threatened the lives of all the Hebrews in Israel from 175 to 164 BC. In an article by John Gregory Drummond entitled Antiochus Epiphanes, the Bible's most notoriously forgotten villain. The author shares that Hanukkah is the story of the Jewish revolt against Epiphanes. Drummond explains that when the Greek leader Antiochus IV came to power in 170 BC, the Jewish people did not fit into the vision he had for his new empire. Embracing a form of imperial colonialism, Antiochus sought to bring about a sense of cultural oneness with the hope of creating an environment of socio-economic stability. This including embracing the Greek and Hellenistic way of life and the worship of the Greek pantheon, especially Zeus. By taking the epitaph Epiphanes, which means God manifest, Antiochus even claimed to be Zeus incarnate. Antiochus attained his control and power through bribery, manipulation, and flattery. This was a direct fulfillment of the prophecy in Daniel chapter 11, verse 21. In an article entitled, Daniel's Prophecy of Antiochus Epiphanes, writer Jaron Jackson shares that the prophet Daniel wrote 350 years before Antiochus came into power and how that transition would take place. He says, In his place shall arise a contemptible person, to whom royal majesty has not been given. He shall come in without warning and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. At the time of Antiochus's rule, surrounding pagan nations in the region accepted his policies. But in the land of Judea, it caused a cultural civil war, notably among the members of the high priestly families. In the midst of this social chaos, according to the books of Maccabees and the Jewish historian Josephus, Antiochus ransacked the Jerusalem temple and carried off sacred vessels to help finance his campaigns. Following stories of bribery and military coups among the Jewish ruling class, Antiochus arrived in Jerusalem to find the people in an open state of revolt against him and each other. The bedlam he found in Judea immediately followed a humiliating defeat in Egypt. 
and the ruler took out his frustrations on the Jewish people. Antiochus took control of the situation by murdering many innocents and brutally enforcing his cultural and religious policies on the population. A time of great tribulation occurred in ancient Israel as traditional practices such as circumcision were outlawed, sacred scriptures were burned, and perpetrators were severely punished, even unto death. Since Antiochus Epiphanes already plundered the Temple Mount and destroyed many of its fortifications, he decided to build a new fortress known as the Acre, literally the citadel, to consolidate his power over Jerusalem and strengthen his political agents. As a culmination, he proceeded to profane the temple of God in Jerusalem by creating idols within it and even going so far as to sacrifice pigs upon the altar, presumably to Zeus. Antiochus's actions were a fulfillment of prophecies by the prophet Daniel. He writes in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, and it says, And at the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation. Drummond continues to write that following these atrocities and abominations, Antiochus left his generals in charge of Judea, and as he went to fight wars in the east against the Parthians, the Jewish people went on to revolt under the leadership of the Maccabees and threw off the yoke of the Seleucids, winning their political and religious freedom. The memory of this great event is celebrated by the Jewish people each year during Hanukkah. Meanwhile, the great villain Antiochus suffered a military defeat in the east, contracted an illness, and finally perished. His infamous legacy is present within the yearly celebration of Hanukkah and within the archaeological records. The Miracle of Hanukkah In an article from jewishhistory.org entitled The Miracle of Hanukkah, it explains the story of the miracle of the oil that was found in the temple in Jerusalem. It says that the last famous battle that the Maccabees fought against the Syrian Greek army was for Antonia's fortress, which guarded the temple. When the Antonia fortress fell, the Jewish people came back to the temple. They shattered the statue of Zeus and cleaned the temple to the extent that they could, and any priests who worked for the Greeks were sent away or executed. They rededicated the temple to the God of Israel. If we take a closer look at the meaning of the word Hanukkah, it literally means dedication. The Jewish people only found one small flask of uncontaminated oil with the seal of the high priest. By Torah law, the flame of the menorah in the temple could only be lit with specially prepared pure olive oil. The amount of oil remaining in the one uncontaminated flask was only enough to burn for one day, and it would take eight days to produce a new batch of pure olive oil to be consecrated. The Jewish people were in a real predicament. They lit the menorah in the temple, and it miraculously burned for eight days. According to Jewish legend, that is why Hanukkah lasts eight nights.
Hanukkah in the New Testament. Many Christians may be completely unaware that Rabbi Yeshua and his Talmudim or disciples observed Hanukkah at the temple in Jerusalem. During the festival of Hanukkah, Jesus was in the same temple in Jerusalem, which was rededicated on the very first Hanukkah. Israel as a nation was only 200 years removed from Antiochus's maniacal reign. These recent historical and traumatic events were still deeply etched on the Jewish people's collective memory. The current situation they found themselves in, living under Roman political oppression, was ominously reminiscent to their forefathers' plight during the Seleucid Empire. The people were hoping for another Maccabee-esque type military leader that would rise up and deliver the children of Israel once again. In the book of John, chapter 10, beginning with verse 22, the author writes about Jesus' interaction with his Jewish countrymen about his Messiahship. John writes, Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem, also known as Hanukkah. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts, walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Judeans who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Then and now. As we continue to turn the pages of history, we see the ancient world of the second century BC in Israel that was filled with tremendous tension, impending doom, and imminent destruction during the time of the Maccabees. As it was then, so it is now in our present world. Yet, God provided the children of Israel with a life-saving and nation-preserving victory over their seemingly indomitable enemies. Biblical prophecy has multiple levels. There is the prophecy that occurs near the time of the author, and there is the future event that is yet to take place. Yeshua quotes the author Daniel in Matthew 24 and speaks of an Antichrist figure that would one day come to Israel and make his way to the temple in Jerusalem. Jesus says, So when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation, spoken through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand that those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now 
and never to be equaled again. Just as Antiochus Epiphanes was a forerunner to the coming Antichrist, the book of 2 Thessalonians shares that the coming Antichrist will be defeated by Israel's true Messiah once and for all. The passage reads, Then the man of sin will be revealed, and the Lord Jesus will destroy him by what he says. When Messiah comes, his appearance will put an end to this man. The Light of the World The book of John chapter 8 says that Jesus is the light of the world. He is the one true light that shines in the darkness and a light that brings eternal life for all who believe in him. It has been said before that if it were not for Hanukkah, there would be no Christmas. This year, Hanukkah and Christmas intersect and the eighth and final candle is lit on the menorah on Christmas evening. This Hanukkah, may we all experience the transformative and revelatory miracles that only come from the God of Israel. Join me next time on Israel Mosaic, Land, People, Story, when I'll be sharing about how entertainment is conquering reality. See you soon.